0: This is Grace Grit and Getting It Done, the podcast for women who want to focus on their personal development and their professional priorities, increase their earnings, expand their influence, and advance up the leadership ladder all the way into the C-suite. Hi, I'm your host, Lisa Gillette. My podcast, Grace Grit and Getting It Done, offers a practical guide for women working in the corporate arena. Weekly episodes feature conversations with recognized experts, authors, and influencers. I'm covering topics from navigating corporate culture and coping with gender bias to prioritizing self-care and managing work-life balance. For more information, or if you'd like to contact me, send an email to lisa at bigsky.coach are you thinking about starting your own business maybe you've got an idea for a product a service or even a system that you know will help other people that other people want and no one's brought it to market yet are you thinking about starting your own business hi my name is lisa gillette and i'm the host of grace grit and getting it done Today, my guest is Wendy Hornig, and she is a leadership coach. So, Wendy, welcome. I'm so excited you're here. We've had so many great conversations, and I have to say, you are a brilliant business coach. But I just want to start by asking you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Right. So, um, I have been coaching and working with companies for the last 12 years. And I use a variety of tools. I'm a strengths coach. I incorporate psychology, science, astrology, and I look at big picture cycles and how they relate to the decisions we make in the moment and how they relate to what's next.
0: this is why i was so anxious to get you on this podcast so i'd like to ask what do you think is actually motivating and inspiring so many women today to start their own businesses
1: yeah it's a really interesting time and when we look at the macro cycles which means that things that are going on in the world that are affecting all of us and most of us don't think about that but that is one of the huge things that's affecting women wanting to break out of corporations or going out and starting their own business because the big cycle that's going on right now as we all know has to do with governmental systems institutions and how power money and resources are used and so for women that are leading in these corporations they are experiencing what works and what doesn't work right on the front line
0: yeah. Yeah. If you were going to share any words of encouragement with a woman who is in a corporate setting and just knows that she could be doing something better and making a difference, what would you share with her? If she's thinking about starting her own business.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of things that tie into that. And I would say that one of the most important things is to start to really understand what's driving you to want to do your own business. So a lot of people have ideas, but they're not really clear on what the motivation is. And when someone's in a situation where they're being, maybe it's toxic, maybe they're just done with that phase of their work and their evolution, and they wanna jump into something else, they don't necessarily have clarity around all the details of what's driving the jump to the next thing. And so we have the big picture story, and then for each of the individual women that are in the process of exploring what the different options are, they have their own story. And each person, how they got to where they are, the agreements that they made along the way to rise to the level that they are playing at um, is one factor. Some of the other factors are, well, okay, if you don't like how this is working, what are you looking to create over here and why? And there's a lot of nuances to what you might wanna create. And in your open, you talked about the ups and downs. There's a lot of different phases you go through when you are growing a business. And so it's, it's hard to really explain that until you've gone through it. So it's also really important to make sure you, Um, align yourself with a good coach or a mastermind group that's really um, supportive of what like your whole process you know and helping you access your own resources that you might not know you have and also other resources that might help you get the job done yeah
0: yeah there is such a fine line for many women between being self-conscious and striving to reach that self-awareness so to your point about get the support don't do this by yourself i think is is really brilliant um this leads me to my next question what are some of the things that and i think it's so individual that women may not even be aware of when they're considering starting their own business like what are some of the big let's just say uh red flags that they're not seeing
1: um so that's a really broad question so i'm going to grab a piece of it and we might want to go in stages with awesome i think on a personal level um when i was just talking about there's this internal drive where you know like i want to change i don't want to do this anymore i want to do something else and that's often a huge leap in itself especially if you're at a high level you're successful you're successful in the eyes of the world and you accomplish something you wanted to accomplish. And now when you say, well, I want to go do something else um, people, you know, you don't automatically get the support of people around you. Cause they're like, why would you change? You have everything or right. That's right. one thing, right. but there's another level, another dimension to what's going on when somebody's getting ready to make that leap. And, you know, Yes, it takes courage to make the leap. It's also terrifying in the sense that you're leaving your old identity behind. And when you step into something new, you have uh, like, you're so raw because you don't even know what you're becoming yet. And that might sound like, well, if I'm running a company, I'm not a greenhorn, but it's really um, on a much deeper level, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I and I see that in many situations um, with the people that I coach, the women I coach, because I'm coaching people who are trying to get that next promotion. But whether you're changing companies, there's just, oh, this is a new landscape and I'm a novice here. So there's that mindset of, wow, I was an expert there and now I'm starting over. And right. so I as, you know, going from a corporate setting where you have all these resources to all of a sudden you're an entrepreneur. And you need to find all the resources. So to the point about get help, seek help, get a mastermind, get a coach, right. have a plan.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that it's um, you know, it's, you know, a lot of times, obviously if you're a CFO or a CEO, or even just in the C suite doing other types of work, <clears throat> or even leading a large team, even if you're not an executive with that title. And you're getting ready to make the jump there's also that um like understanding how to relate the experiences that you have from the work that you have to what you're doing so some things will seem new but then you have a lot of experience that's related and i you and i talked about this a little bit before about how a lot of times um women especially uh don't really give the full value of their experience Mm -hmm. to what they bring to whether they're applying for a job at a new level with like what you're doing with clients or stepping into a new role in what they're doing with their business growth starting a business or developing their business they they are like well i i'm how do i how do i know if i'm right about doing this when i've never done it before and my story that i share with everyone is like everyone that's been president hasn't been president before unless it's their second term they have no idea they come in with whatever experience they have and then you learn and if you have that drive, right, to want to level up in the business that you're in or to level up personally so you can grow a business outside of what you're doing, um, you're, you're going to have to utilize all your resources. And one of the things I was thinking about um, before our call today was is is that people often when they're working in a institution or corporation, there's a lot of rules and guidelines of how you're meant to operate. And those can actually limit access to some of our internal resources if we're not aware of it. And so, right. And so, you know, if you're in an environment, and you know, um, I was speaking to a client the other day, that's like, you know, I, I don't show a lot of emotion, I learned at a very young age, not to show emotion. And, and it's like, well, you know, that's, potentially problematic, right? We're not supposed to throw tantrums, but I said emotions is energy in motion. And that is very valuable when you're working with a team or when you're motivating people, or you're trying to be clear about how important something is. And it's also part of who you are and how you operate.
0: Wendy, you mentioned how sometimes, and it's true for more women than men, There's this thought of, I'm involved in something new, and they don't access all the previous skills, expertise, experience. It kind of drops out of their sight. Can Mm -hmm. you talk about that a little bit more?
1: yeah i think that um it it actually this ties into owning our own authority tapping into our own power so when i was talking earlier about the macro cycles about how it's about how you know we might not have control over the big picture but what do we have control over where does our power come from so i think that this does relate to the point that you're bringing up that when we look at what we've done to how we've gotten to the point that we're at right now, it's really important to do a deep dive inventory of all the different dimensions that you brought to that, to, that brought you to that place. And what are all the different pieces that are in, are urging you to go to a different place, whether it's up in the company or to break out and do something different. There's, um, you know, When I work with clients, I see those some of those things that are very personal are the things that stop people from owning their own authority or stepping into a role. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It's just that most people haven't practiced really understanding how many resources exist within them already. And we all look really different. All of our resources are really different.
0: Yeah. So you've also talked about this creative vision, which really resonates with me, and how you help your clients actually not only access all of their skills, expertise, and experience, but then be able to go forward and design, knowing they have all those resources. Talk a little bit about your process with creative vision.
1: Yeah. So when I um, work with clients, the 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 way that I work with companies, but also with my clients and their companies, is to really focus on them first, their their personal cycles and processes and what is unfolding for them now in their evolution and i think this this also ties into what you talked about in your open as far as you know there are elements like is it a good idea or do people want the product when you were talking about Spanx and um, sarah blakey and all of that and that in what i also do is look at is this the right time Mm -hmm. because um, sometimes we have this urge to change or to start something and it isn't the right time and also sometimes what's going on in our business what we think is important to drive in the business or the step to take actually is not going to open up the opportunities you expect it could be something else and so um you know it's really um the the success of my clients has really been really utilizing and tapping into those resources because it's changed the way things work for them. So.
0: It is such a mindset shift for so many of us. And I love that about your work. You really do. Um, you, you do the deep dive in it. Um, you call yourself a human potential futurist and having the ability to actually coach people to say wow i have an opportunity to actually shape my future right just talk about that experience with your clients because
1: that's that's the sweet spot yeah Yeah. So, would you like me just give you an example of a story? Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. One of my clients has um, a construction company, and she um, was in. When I met her, the company was in financial. It was in a difficult situation, and financial advisors were telling her just shut it down. And we, when we looked at what was going on with her and her business, I was like, you're not supposed to be shutting it down. You're supposed to rebrand and and redo how the company goes forward into the community. And it was deeper than rebranding, but it's it was kind of like rebranding. Well, within six months, the company was in the red. And within one year, they netted 11 million. And two years later, they're almost at 50. And I'm not a financial consultant, but um, the the help, and this is my client that I work with on a regular basis. She said that now every time she's making decisions, we're always talking about what is, what's lining up, you know, with the whole, all of the things that have been going on politically with COVID, the disruptions in the supply chain. Um, Another client had, you know, a business that relied on the supply chain. And um, before COVID happened, I said, there's going to be some big disruptions, So you need to be ready to change the way you operate. So she was already setting things up to be able to be flexible. And, you know, that's another story. But she ended up like really growing a different aspect of her business that she had always thought about, but just hadn't taken the step
0: so wow so what you're really talking about here is the ability to redirect to be agile i I hate this term but i'm going to use it the ability to be strategic so you can pivot based on what's happening in the market in the world in the culture all of it right wow okay so i i um let's just do it right now right here if people want to reach out to you how do they find you because they need to talk to you, whether they're starting a business or not or building uh, yeah, a business.
1: Sure. Just, I just always, yeah, I love to talk to people. Um, you can set up a time to speak with me at wendytime.com, and you, it'll show you some openings on my calendar, or you can send me an email at wendy at com.
0: Wendy, I know before you had your successful business of the last 12 years that you had A really interesting career. Some of it in corporate, some of it in education. Could you just uh, tell us your journey? So curious. Love to share. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah. So I, 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 my background before I even well, I guess I've always been in education in a sense, but it also tied into my background in horses. So um, even when I was in college, I was recruited to teach at a college in an equine program and coach because I competed and I trained horses from a young age. So um, I spent quite a few years at UMass Amherst um, coaching the equestrian team, part of the animal science department. And um, I coached you know, thousands of hours, um, and we had um, just about 75 horses in the program. And horses communicate through their nervous system. And I didn't know that that was a lab for me, that the whole time that I was teaching, I was observing people interacting with the horse, which I understand horses very well. So whatever they said to me, I could see what was going on with the horse and know what the truth in the situation was. Um, And also I learned a lot about how people communicate when they're under stress, when they're learning something, when they're gutsy, when they're timid. Um, And it affected how I learned to adapt the way I communicate. But it also really, the big takeaway was that I learned how much our body, our nervous system and our emotions play into everything that has to do with communication at all times, because it doesn't matter if you're sitting on a horse or you're in front of a board and you're nervous, all these things are going on in your system. And if you're not aware of it, they're working without your influence. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Now, I know that you also had a career in television, as I did.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: we've talked about this and had some pretty wicked chuckles about all of it. But so knowing after being in education and working with horses and people, and literally, it sounds like what I'm hearing is you have a very intuitive way of reading people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so as you moved into your career in television, just um, talk us through that part of your journey.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, When I worked in TV, um, I worked in uh, a network in Florida, CBS, and I was in production, but I ended up because production was kind of slow in the news, you know, when there was nothing going on. And so i was always looking for creative projects. There were 60 men in the department and just me. So I had been mostly working with women, you know, mostly women were on the riding team or in the program. There were a few guys, but mostly women. And so then when I was, you know, working in that environment, it's a different, you know, more direct, uh, more clear, um, less subtle. um, And, you know, um, so that was an interesting aspect of it. But what I really learned while I was there was there were things about television news that didn't work for me. I love digging deep into things. so you know, I love news, but it wasn't, it didn't feel fulfilling to me, the pack, the little short packages and the level that things are written to and all that. But the fact that I was always looking for creative projects to do helped me realize there was this creative calling that I had, you know, which led to other things that allowed me to tap into that more, because I hadn't really thought of myself as being creative, even though I was always being creative. I had just never framed it that way. And I'm I'm sharing that because I think it's re- um, relevant to all of your listeners too, because um, just because maybe you're not a musician or an artist doesn't mean that you're not creative and that we're very creative in different ways. And I'm constantly working with clients to show how they are being creative when they say, oh, I'm not really creative, <laughs> so.
0: Right, it's that self-fulfilling, story they're telling themselves that as a coach you're able to go wait a minute how true was that let me show you an example of how you are creative uh, that is so right. brilliant um i'm really curious about who you would say your biggest influences are today whether it's a writer or an educator or a philosopher or who, who do you find very influential either in your career or now
1: yeah. You know, I thought about this and I'm, I'm such a curious person and I'm a book person and I'm a documentary person. And I am I would say that I am I am fascinated by the creative process, whether you're an athlete, an artist, a musician, uh, you know, the creator of Pixar. Like it doesn't matter because there's a thread of commonality in all of it. And, you know, I thought about this, too, with your podcast, because it's like one, you have to be patient and for me, I say be patient and and be prepared to do it again because I'm not patient (laughs) Um, and all you know, and that um, that is part of the process and that you have a goal, but. Be flexible because what you discover along the way is not always what you expected, Mm -hmm. but it's important to have a goal and a commitment because it keeps you in the process. And, you know, so,
0: yeah. yeah, What we're really talking about here um, is Carol Dweck's growth mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, you know, that, that ability to say, Oh, it didn't turn out the way I expected. What did I learn from this? What am I going to do different next time? Instead of, oh my gosh, it didn't turn out the way I expected. I, it's, I'm a failure. I've just got to cut, you know, cut my losses here, shut down the business, and that's just so self fulfilling and self destructive. And yeah. So I'd also like to ask you um, when you're dealing with someone who is, let me see how I can phrase this um when you have a client who is really stuck what's your go-to tool
1: um you know that's interesting when i have clients that are stuck um when i you know look at what's going on in their micro cycles and what's unfolding for them i'm pretty clear right away what the like what the questions are to ask you know um <laughs> yeah and so i mean I, i'm like recently you know, I was just talking to somebody about, um, you know, feeling, um, you know, like feeling like they can't move forward right now. And, you know, really where they are in their process, they thought they were stuck. And I said, uh-huh. because you're you're at a place where you don't know what the answer is, doesn't mean that you're stuck. There's still a process going on. I and love that. that. You know, being in a conversation, hearing different ways people even um, look at moments when they're not sure what's next or what the next step is for them is actually part of the creative process in itself.
0: Wendy, I just have to make an observation about how you have this magnificent ability to be intuitive, strategic, creative. And that ability to access all of those very specific skills is not something that most people can actually do for a number of reasons. But I do want to just comment on that. And I wanna ask you, when you're working with a client who is just bound and determined to start a business and it's not the right time for whatever reason, maybe they haven't done their research, maybe their idea doesn't really have legs, how would you coach and mentor and counsel that client
1: yeah uh, that's a great question because i 've had you know like i 've had a, a like two people come to me and say, "We want to start this business together, and I look at the whole scenario and there is no business to be had you know if it's not meant to be there if there is nothing in your microcycles that's connecting to the bigger picture you can try and you might do something but it's not really going to be worth your energy and so when we think about there is a timing to things in life it actually really helps to pay attention to that and the they they did try to do something but it they didn't do it for very long and it and it didn't work out so i'm not saying that as like i was right but but what did happen was that when we think something is the right thing for us and it isn't it's because something else is (laughs) and you know it's that thing of being open to learning about what is going on with you that's a priority um you know one of the clients that i work with regularly you know, she was really determined to make her company very systematized. And I said to her, I think that's a great idea, but not yet, because for the last two years with COVID and the infrastructure you know, disruptions, I said, We're still in this for a while. So if you try to set everything up precisely, it's really a waste of your energy. And what would be a better use of your energy? is to focus on building out your relationships in the community and really being choosy about where you're taking the business and through relationships. And so, you know, it's even sometimes when we own the business, we think we know it's the right thing to do and you're busy, but it's not really a productive busy. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: This is true for many people. It's like, do it, do it, do it. But what is the actual outcome? What I love about what you just shared is that I see so clearly the ability to communicate in a way so that your client feels seen, heard and understood and the ability to share with the client another objective or perspective Mm -hmm. that they hadn't even considered, which honestly, isn't that what a coach really does? But your background (laughs) Right, I mean, come on, but your, but, right? but yeah. your background in business and your background in being able to have that intuitive understanding of what's being said, what's really being said. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. So I know that you're very graciously offering a complimentary consultation. And people, listeners can go to wendytime.com to schedule a call with you, or they can reach out to you on an email, wendy at wendyhornig.com. That's Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y at wendyhornig, W-E-N-D-Y-H-O-R-N-U-N-G.com. But schedule a call, wendytime.com. I'm really curious on
1: these calls, how does it work? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I love it because, um, even if we don't work together, I get to learn about, you know, meet people and I love people. So, um, but on the call, um, there'll be a little short intake form and I'll ask, you know, a little bit, you know, about your background with coaching. I'll ask your birth, date, where you grew up, and just a few little questions. And then when we talk, I'll want to hear about what you're looking to do. And I'll actually look a little bit at your, at your micro cycles and how they fit in the big picture and talk a little bit about what I see and see if that resonates with you or if you have a specific question. And in our time, we'll do that. And if it feels like it might be a fit, I'll share with you possible ways we might work together. I have a retreat program where I work with high level people and we um, you know, we have uh, monthly calls and we have one-on-one calls and we spend three weeks a year together in different places, really focusing on how they fit into the big picture <laughs> and what they're doing with their business.
0: That's that, you know, Something else I want to comment about your process, which I think is so important, is the one-on-one deep dive, but also that ability to bring a group together of like-minded people who are all trying to grow, up-level their business, and then the idea of the retreat, where you actually take the time out away from the day-to-day and you just focus on creative design Mm -hmm. and strategy Right. I, I mean, this is the process for actually really understanding not just the business and where it's going, but the deeper understanding of the self, like why they need to do the business. Right. That is fantastic.
1: Yeah. yeah and we um, in, in the retreat process, I bring someone in who does body work as well. So while people are processing. You know, all of us, like I've said throughout our, you know, podcast today, it are um, we we operate differently, and some of us will hear things, and then it'll go somewhere in our body, and then when they're having body work, it will start to process in a different way, and then when we come back and have a conversation, they have new thoughts about it. Some people get to new thoughts through thinking about it or going out and going for a walk or different things. But but the, um, the body work really helps people process a lot of the emotional stuff where it can get stuck or hold us back and allows us to continue to progress and up level. <laughs>
0: yeah and that's important too because let's acknowledge that there is so much going on in our body that our prefrontal cortex wants to ignore we -hmm. want to stay in that left lobe logical linear i got this figured out i can problem solve and we kind of forget the intuitive creative um i'll just even throw a word out here spiritual or Uh, higher self
1: yeah.
0: yeah yeah so wendy please let our listeners know how they can reach out to you again right
1: Yeah. So please, um, if you're interested, set up a time to speak with me at wendytime.com. And that'll just bring you right to my calendar. Or if you prefer, you can send me an email at wendy at wendyhornon.com.
0: Awesome. This has really been my pleasure. And for everybody listening, I want to say I have gone through a discovery session with Wendy and I am chasing her because I want to be her client. So, you know, full, full discovery, full, full, (laughs) just total transparency here. Uh, She is the real deal and she has so many resources to really get clarity. So again, I want to share with everyone, reach out, don't try and do this alone, starting your own business, as I can tell you, because I'm about five years into mine, get expert help. Wendy is the real deal. Wendy, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Grace, Grit, and Getting It Done. I'm your host, Lisa Gillette. If you'd like more information or to contact me directly, send me an email, lisa at bigsky, B-I-G-S-K-Y dot coach. Lisa at bigsky dot coach. Thanks for listening.